0: Hey y'all,
1: this is Angelina, and this is Jennifer, and And you're you're listening listening to the Student Hacks
0: Podcast. Before we start our episode today, we would like to acknowledge the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation as the traditional custodians of the country we are meeting on today. And we would like to pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging. So, in this episode, we are joined by a very special guest. They are going to talk to us about
1: how they found UTS as an international student.
0: They'll also talk to us about possible ways of connecting with people abroad.
1: And how they found accommodation in Sydney.
0: Today, we are joined in the studio with a very special guest. We are joined by Curtis. Um, Curtis, would you mind introducing yourself to our listeners and um, telling us where you're from and what you're studying at UTS?
2: Thank you. Um, you've already introduced me. My name is Curtis. <laughs> <laughs>
0: just felt weird to not say your name. <laughs>
2: My name is Kenneth. So I'll add my surname, Kenneth Chubesi Sidanka. I come from Ghana and I'm studied, I studied because I, I think this is my last session, even though my results are not yet out. Mm-hmm. I studied Master of Good Manufacturing Practice. So um when I say master of good manufacturing practice, what comes into mind? Manufacturing goods.
0: <laughs>
2: Marketing. Okay, <and> so things. <laughs> Manufacturing things, that's good. (laughs) So Master of Good Manufacturing Practice is a course, a discipline under the Graduate School of Health at UTS. So the Graduate School of Health has other disciplines, pharmacy, um, autoptics, speech therapy and others, clinical psychology. So the Master of Good Manufacturing Practice is a discipline that has to do with the manufacturing of of medical products, pharmaceuticals, biopharmaceuticals, biotech and uh, medical devices. So, it's a discipline that goes into how these products are manufactured, how they are tested, the quality assurance of it, as well as the sale and the distribution of it. Mm. So, good manufacturing practice guidelines are followed by almost every company that deals in these products. Yeah. And in, in every country. Nice. Thank you.
0: Wow. <laughs> Um, I would not have guessed that. <laughs> and that sounds like a really interesting degree. And I'm wondering what was the reason that you chose UTS to study your masters in, um, GMP?
2: That's a good one. So the answer to that is, is, is also speaks to how unique, uh, UTS is and how well UTS is positioned f- to attract international students and then also how practical UTS courses are to industry. So back in Ghana, I, I work as a GMP inspector with a national regulatory authority. So in every country there's a, there's a medicine regulatory sort of agency or authority that mm-hmm. oversees the manufacture of medicines mm-hmm. in the country. So in Australia, you have what you call the therapeutic goods administration. It is the uh, sort of the national agency, the government agency that oversees the manufacturing of medicines in Australia. In the U.S., you have the U.S. FDA, which is very popular. A lot of people know the U.S. FDA. So in Ghana, we have the Ghana FDA. So I work as a GMP inspector with the Ghana FDA. So my job entails going to companies or pharmaceutical companies to check whether they are complying with good manufacturing practice guidelines so that the drugs that comes out eventually that people take or the medicines are safe and they are efficacious. So um, the nature of the work is that you need to have some specialized knowledge to be able to be effective at what you do. Because you are talking about medicines, you know, medicines, it's it's a big deal. So I decided that no, I need um, to have that specialized knowledge, so I want to do a master's in the good manufacturing practice. Mm -hmm. So I went to good old Google and I just typed, Master of Good Manufacturing Practice. And guess what? Two universities popped up. UTS in Sydney, Australia, and then one other university in the UK. So because, of course, um, UK is just about six hours from Ghana and I have a lot of family and friends in the UK, that was my first option. So I decided to check the course content the admission requirements and all that. And I realized it's too cumbersome. It's very difficult to understand the website. I could not even navigate the information that we were putting out there. You know, The course content was not even fully on the website. So it was quite disappointing. So I decided that, okay, Australia is new to me. I don't know anybody in Australia after the time. So, well, let me see what this UTS has to offer. So I just <laughs> checked, oh, and I was blown away. The website was good. The course content was there. The admission requirements were so easy. They were all listed. And um, an email address was provided to contact in case you are just interested. You know, So I just sent an email. And within about a day or two, I heard from them. And that started the process. And, 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 and the email, the reply I got, they directed me to an educational agent that they had in Ghana. UTS has an educational agent in Ghana, West yes. Africa and perfect. that yeah perfect <laughs> and, and that agent was just about five minutes from my office mm. so i just walked there and that started my journey to uts oh wow.
0: so cool <laughs> it's like meant to be yeah. five minutes it's away <laughs> <It's paid. Yeah. laughs> wow yeah,
1: you mentioned how um you didn't know anyone in australia so was it quite daunting to make that move as an international student to come abroad
2: yeah um it was very daunting you know if you, if you i just checked the flight distance mm. from ghana to sydney or mm. from I, I live in accra ghana so from ghana accra to sydney and it is a a day and then plus 3 hours oh. so it means that when you when you leave ghana on a friday you're going to arrive on a sunday in ghana you're going to arrive in sydney on a sunday in ghana so you have a one full day, you'll be in, in the air. Oh. <laughs> that is yeah. how how far. And so it's, it's very daunting, especially when I also didn't know any other person, any anybody in, in Sydney. Yeah. I was like, mm. oh, I, I need to find someone mm. that, that at least there should be someone I know in Sydney that can guide me, can sort of... So I tried social media. I went to Twitter. Those are the... The the social media I use, I I have Instagram, but I don't go there. Mm. So I went to Twitter, I searched, nothing came up. And then I remember LinkedIn. So LinkedIn is one of the best connecting sites because LinkedIn is able to connect you to all your contacts, who you share some common commonalities with. So for instance, if you put in your LinkedIn profile, that you are a student of UTS and you probably search Sydney UTS, Mm -hmm. every other individual who you have any other connections with, who is also linked with UTS, Mm -hmm. will pop up. So for instance, my undergrad, I did it at a university in Ghana. So that one is on my LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. So when I decided to search my connections vis-a-vis UTS, it then gave me all other Ghanaian students who have attended my university in Ghana who have also come to UTS. So then it became a very good place to sort of search for connections yeah. and I saw one person I knew, a very close friend of mine who I had lost contact with after university yeah. who happens to be a lecturer here at UTS. So that was that was that was it so I just sent an email to her. And that started, uh, so she, she sort of received me and helped me around in my first few months of arriving in, in Sydney. And that was that was very lovely.
0: Would have thought LinkedIn would pull through. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would not think about LinkedIn at all. Cause yeah. I would think, you know, you think of the usual, just Facebook. Professional. Yeah, anything oh, yeah, yeah. social media. yeah. Related, But, yeah, I, I box LinkedIn as something to do with, like, resumes Work. or job applications. Yeah. I would never think to find connections on LinkedIn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so And it worked
2: out really well. It worked out really, really well. It worked out really well. So it took a lot of my, my burden. Because, I mean, I have not secured any accommodation because I was advised that it's best to come into the country.
1: Yeah.
2: Then you search the accommodations and be satisfied that this is what you like before you commit any money to it because mm. it's not really advisable to to stay Overseas and pay for an accommodation, commit yourself to about six months of rent or even a year mm. and then come and you probably don't like what you, you You'd
1: you... be scammed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, this doesn't look like the picture. Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
2: Exactly. Exactly. So I mean I was looking at coming to stay in a hotel. Mm,
1: that's too expensive though.
2: Yeah. It's looking expensive. at coming to stay in a hotel and then searching for accommodation. Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: So that, that that really that really was good.
0: Yeah, in terms of kind of finding accommodation or anything, how did you find that actual search? Was it um, daunting kind of reaching out or did you go through like a particular agency or how did you find it?
2: Yeah, so um, I noticed that accommodation is all about your budget.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Naturally. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) it's
2: all about your budget because I tried the student hostels. Um, Some were so expensive. Mm -hmm. Others you have to share rooms and stuff. And I really wanted a place sort of a studio apartment that was my target mm-hmm. so i want a place on my own i noticed that that you can get the studio apartments in the student hostels were also kind of expensive so i used them um, real estate. there are a lot of websites you mm-hmm. 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 there's yeah. flash there's gumtree there's realestate.com yeah. so i think i basically use realestate.com and i inputted the particular sort of apartment that i want mm-hmm. and a lot came up there you know, I didn't know there's something called viewing. You know, the apartment's open for viewing. Mm. So the first, uh. the first one I went, this was a lot of people. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and that's and another thing too, I noticed. I mean, when you apply through this website, they want every yep. information yep. <laughs> under the sun. I yep. mean, they want everything. Yep. So there's tons and tons of things to fill. Uh, you need to meet that identification, 10 points, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. So, I mean, that was quite daunting, but you you, you feel that, and you go to apartments, you have about 20 people coming to view the apartments, they you're looking at, what are my chances? Yeah, renting crisis, <laughs> <laughs> truly, yeah. What are my chances? So I went to about four apartments I didn't get. I went to one apartment in Guildford, and after the viewing and everybody was leaving, I felt like, no, let me approach this agent and ask him, why consistently I go look at apartments and I'm not selected? Mm. So I just approached him. I said, I have been to five apartments. Yours is probably the C's. And so far, I don't get it. What is the problem? Then he said, okay, what's your name? Then he looked at my profile. Apparently, my financial statements and stuff that I've put there showed I couldn't afford. So I said, no, I can actually afford it. And he said, oh, what evidence do you have? And I showed him extra financial evidence that I have that I can afford it. Mm. And he looked at it and said, well, you can really I'll really afford this. <laughs> so he said, okay, send it to me. Yeah. Mm. So I emailed it to him. Uh-huh. And that is how I got that particular apartment. And accommodation, I didn't know anything like bonding.
1: Mm. Yeah.
2: Bond, That that is not part of where I'm coming from. Mm. So when finally I got the apartment, I told that you have, need to pay about... 2000 something 2000 something yeah. as a bond i was like whoo yeah. i'm not really prepared for this one <laughs> yeah but so these are some of the shocks that yeah. international students you get and,
1: yeah. you would never think that because it's kind of we've learned about it It's second nature to think about rent and bond mm. and all that but from that perspective would be quite daunting yeah. to like find out all these like forms you have to fill just to get a place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to or just to see the place. I mean, they well,
2: every information about me. Every to the extent that they they took information about my rental history yeah. back in Ghana, going back up to some went back as far as six years, eight years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Sending emails to my landlords in Ghana for their recommendations.
1: (laughs) It's even harder to get a PR. I remember my parents trying to do, like, paperwork for PR. The police clearance. Oh, yeah. From, like, different countries so my my parents worked in the middle east and they had to get it from like saudi arabia and that was like 20 years ago and they're like how are we gonna approach
2: (laughs) the workplace for 20 years i remember one form i filled they asked for my landlord's email and my landlord is a very old man he's not even technology savvy he doesn't have an email address in ghana how do i provide this landlord's email addressing so that they can get a recommendation that i mean so i was just that that was it i couldn't continue with the form. <laughs> oh my gosh. So that's the issues. <laughs> that's a big <laughs> <Yeah>. culture shock. <laughs> yeah. That was a very huge culture. I was like, my landlord doesn't know what an email address is. He's an old man living somewhere in Ghana. He does he uses an analog phone. He doesn't even use a digital phone. <laughs>
0: Thank you so much again to Curtis for chatting with us and making our first episode back such a special one.
1: It was so cool to hear his UTS story and how he found a friend from back home at UTS and through LinkedIn, of all places.
0: I would have never thought yeah. LinkedIn would be the thing. New social media platform. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And it was so great to get some insight into the accommodation hunt, especially from an international student's perspective. Yeah. Hope to have him back
1: on the episode somehow even though he's done with uni we'll yeah. bring him back on
0: yeah we'll convince him to come back so we obviously really enjoyed this episode and we hope you've enjoyed it as well
1: yeah we hope you enjoyed our season premiere <gasps> yeah so i guess we'll catch you in the next one love, love ya yeah.
0: bye, bye.